As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFore here with Trevon Edwards for your Tuesday morning update. Before we start, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, you can get this podcast without ads. Nobody likes ads. I mean, I like them, but you probably don't. So subscribe. Go to theathletic.com slash NBA show. Sign up. Get the show advertising free. A lot of stuff to jump into, so let's get right to it, Trey. Nets, Kings, and Trey, needless to say, Seth Curry and Andre Drummond were exactly what the Nets needed in this game tonight. They came in to the game with the Kings, losers of 11 straight games. No Kyrie, because the game was in Brooklyn. No Kevin Durant, still out dealing with the injury. No Ben Simmons, who is not quite ready to play for them. Uh, But the losing streak is over. The Nets beat the Kings 109-85. to And and Trey, uh, we're going to start with Seth Curry. Man, I'm just happy for my guy to get a new situation. Um, happy, you can tell. He was super aggressive out there. The Nets was letting him rock, rolling the ball out. Um, the Nets started off at 11-2 run. Um, and obviously they were up, you know, a comfortable double-digit lead in the first quarter. And obviously um, the Kings clawed back. They had um, an 8-0 run to end the first quarter. And they got things going, but then – you know, as the start of the third quarter, the Nets started off slow and then was able to respond and get it going. And they didn't look back. Andre Drummond, Drummond was 10-9-5, which is, you know, filling up those needs. I think the things that really they, they needed help on is the interior, the post, and then also rotation on the defense. And they were all over the place, like swarming and, you know, making shots. And also Bruce Brown looked like the Bruce of Brown that – uh of the of year one with the with the Nets, like he was actually he was he fantastic. Five, he tied his career high with five steals. Like he was all over the place. He was finishing. He was making shots. Javon Carter's making shots. Guys were looking like they were actually having fun out there. And I'm just excited to see where this team's going because you know you got a visible Ben Simmons on the bench who looks like he may be returning after the All Star break. And then you know Kevin Durant ramping up, getting ready to return to the court. The sky's the limit with this team. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, how Joe Harris looks, you know what I mean, whether it's this year or next year, 
that's a scary sight to have two shooters. Trey, I think you're actually underselling the game that Bruce Brown had. Um, he had a season-high 19 points, six rebounds, six assists, also a season-high three blocks and the aforementioned five steals. I mean, he was spectacular in this game. And you're right, Trey, that was the stuff we sort of expected to see more of from him this season. He's been in and out of the lineup, but, man, he looks spectacular. And, and you can see now there is a there is a difference in this team. I, I noticed that they seem to have more juice tonight, Trey. I texted you about it during the game. I was like, hey, am I reading this wrong? Or, or do they seem like they're pretty pumped to be moving forward? And, and maybe it's – the additions that they've got, maybe it's addition by subtraction. It's the Kings, so I'm not going to get too crazy, right? Shout out to the Kings. They made the moves that they wanted to do. They felt like they got the right players, but I think they took a step back. And I'm not sure how much I feel about this. But on the Nets end, it was a breath of fresh air. You know, guys were excited. You know, the energy was high. Um, that was the first time they had had Drummond and Curry in the lineup and active in the uniform. And you can just tell, like, the, the the presence was felt. Like, you know, these guys feel, like, a little bit more confident. And although they lose, you know, a top-ten player in James Harden, they plug the needs that they solely needed. In Chicago, no Zach Levine for the Bulls. He's currently out seeking a second opinion on the discomfort in his knee. But, Trey, the Bulls still had DeMar DeRozan. Uh, in this game, he scored his seventh straight 30-point game. Pretty good. Oh, wait. Also, sixth straight 35-point game. Not bad. He also had 40 points in this game, Trey. He didn't attempt a single three. That's incredible. 19 points in the fourth. He dominated this game in the paint. And the Bulls, I, look, man, they're just missing so many key guys. They still find a way to, to win over what has been a pretty decent Spurs team here lately. 120-109. Thanks to DeMar DeRozan. And, 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 Trey, that's where we're going to start. DeMar was insane in the fourth quarter of this game. 19 in the fourth, playing amazing basketball. Um, a certain NBA player was saying that he looks like Kobe out there. And, you he know did? I mean? Like, whether it's, whether it's the footwork, whether it's the mid-range. And you noted to me that DeMar didn't take a three-pointer this game. That's 40 points on two-point attempts. You know what I mean? Like, mid-range king. And he's you know, top five in mid-range shooting. Um, and he had 19 in the fourth. Like, he was Mr. Fourth Quarter per usual as he's been this season. Um, you know, um, slight nod to Lonnie Walker, who had 20 for the Spurs. But the Bulls, you know, they just kept going to their guys. And, you know, no Levine, no problem. Kobe White hit some big shots. Um, their team was there defensively rotating and doing what they needed to do to come out with a win. Uh, you mentioned Lonnie Walker having a pretty nice game. And, and DeJounte Murray continues his great season. You know, he's an all-star for a reason. He had 19 points in this game, uh, 11 assists. This is actually the 23rd game this year that he's had 10 or more assists. That's the most by a spur since Avery Johnson had 36 in 95-96. And that's a testament more to the Spurs' offense and how much they rely on the whole team. And this is like a different offense completely for the Spurs and Greg Popovich in particular – what do you think about DeJounte against the Bulls' defense? Because I didn't think that their defense did much to stop him. No, I mean, when you're dealing with good players, I feel like they're going to continue to do what they do. It's not really a, a holdback. You can't really stop players. Players can just miss shots. They can be contained, and I felt like maybe he was contained to not go off. 
Um, but, you know, again, since becoming an all-star, he's kind of raised his play even more. But getting that all-star nod was just kind of appreciating what he's been doing, you know, with them having a decent season. Like, the season is not, like, great or the, the spurs of the past of being the cream of the crop. Like, these are just respectable teams that are coached by Pop that are going to play hard and going to push you to the limit. And, you know, DeJounte doesn't complain. He's a he's a, a, a low-maintenance basketball player and is going to do what he needs to do. So, um, again, Chicago respected him enough to contain him at least and, and pull off the victory. And, and one of the things about the Bulls and the way that they've been treading water with, with no Lonzo, no Caruso, guys in and out of the lineup is that, Nikola Vucevic figured out who he was. He came back. You know, he's been so much better here lately. 25 points in this game, 16 rebounds, had five assists, uh, had a big block late in this game. I actually thought he stepped up defensively in the paint when DeJounte was, was getting a lot of pressure late in the fourth. Uh, big time minutes from him. And then Kobe White. Five or six from three, 24 points. Felt like those guys couldn't miss tonight uh, with passes from DeRozan, Trey. Uh, how big have they been during this run? I mean, look, you're a big Bulls fan. I know you see most of their games, so I'm leaning on you for the expert analysis here. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, they're doing what they, they, they have to do. I think this rest is going to be, especially going into All-Star break, is going to be beneficial to the Bulls. They need it as much as possible, and, um, you know, Getting these type of wins going into Sunday is going to be great for them. So as many as they can pull off until they figure out what's going on with Zach and other guys, you know, make it happen and all guys collectively step up. Trey, the Raptors have been one of the hottest teams in the league the last few weeks. I mean, they had an eight-game winning streak that got snapped over the weekend only because Nikola Jokic was able to block a layup at the buzzer. I mean, they've been much better than they started Pascal Siakam has been fantastic. He, a lot of people arguing that he's been snubbed now multiple times, that he should have been an original All-Star, that he should have been an injury replacement. Uh, all that to say, Trey, that um, this was not the game we anticipated when we were talking about the, the games we were going to cover tonight because the Pelicans beat the Raptors 120-90, to and, and a 30-point victory doesn't quite tell the story. It, it, Toronto just didn't show up in this game at all. It, it was kind of embarrassing, even from the jump, Trey. Yeah, I mean, I won't say that they didn't show up. Like, they didn't show up, but I will say that when you go one for eight in the paint, it's it's going to be a slow start. And when the other team is making shots, it's kind of hard to recover sometimes unless, you you know, the game is a game of runs. But losing Siakam and then Siakam coming back, that time frame, and then also losing Van Vliet, I mean, you might as well pack this game up and hope for the best that your players are going to return healthy, that you can have them, you know what I mean, moving forward. So um wasn't a great sign. Obviously, they got beat by 30. Not too much to elaborate on. Um, like you said, you came into this game thinking about – thinking that they were going to compete because they were going on a hot streak. But, you know, the Pelicans, you know, they're figuring things out. And I think that, you know, with C.J. McCollum leading them, they're um, with the right focus. You know what I mean? Guys are stepping up and being able to to find that confidence and, and, and find their identity on this team. Because before, I don't think it was helpful for B.I. to be the, the main guy. Now Brandon Ingram can focus on scoring and being what he has to do. And C.J. McCollum can lead them with his leadership of, you know, veteran experience. And then when they get Zion back, whether it's the end of the year or next season, they'll be able to build off of this. 
It's funny that you say that, Trey, because I, I feel the same way. I think C.J. McCollum is going to take a lot of the pressure off Brandon Ingram. And, and C.J. was great in this game. Five of eight from three, had 23 points. He had five assists. As a matter of fact, every starter for the Pelicans had at least four assists. Pelicans had 36 assists on 45 made baskets, which has kind of been the story of their the success that they've had this season. They're moving the ball better in the games that they win, which for young teams, that makes a lot of sense. But Brandon Ingram in this game, actually wasn't much of a scorer. He only took seven shots in, in 29 minutes, 10 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, a steal, and a couple of blocks. And, and Trey, I actually thought that this was one of the more complete games we saw out of him. He didn't force anything. He was looking for other guys, and they were open and making shots. And, you know, of course, that's something he can't control. But uh, he was spectacular, I thought, in his own small role tonight. Uh, going forward for the Pelicans, uh, I think they're going to make the play in, Trey. I'm not ready to to because I'm not big prediction guy. I'm actually awful at predictions somehow, but it feels like they're going to be able to pull this off. They got so much better just by adding CJ. I feel like CJ's a competitor, so he's going to at least give his best and try to push this team as much as they can. You know, it got um, close to 27 to 25 games left. They're going to make a a, a real push and and get to that play in and and try to, you know, disrupt the Blazers' pick, you know what I mean? Because I do feel like CJ has a little chip on his shoulder um, that, you know, he's not in Portland anymore, but he's also getting a new opportunity to not only lead some young guys and, you know, make a push and, and show that, you know, New Orleans is still a basketball team out here and ready to compete lining up. So I'm interested to see what type of push they make. Um you know, in the, in, the, in the next couple months. Well, that's going to do it for the show, folks. Don't forget, we got all kinds of shows coming up this week. we got Tampering. We've got Hoops Adjacent with DA and Marcus Thompson. We've got Nerder She Wrote with me and the boys. And we've got Saturday Slam and Jam all right here on the Athletic NBA Show feed. So stay tuned for that. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Trey, let's get out of here, man. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>